Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, we got a second episode in a single day. Cranking them out. Cranking them out, man. We haven't done two in a day in a while. So uh, we had a great guest on our previous episode. We are getting closer and closer to episode 300. That's right around the corner, man. Um, I know. You, we'll have to have some kind of big event for that one. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll have a, maybe I'll buy one of them $20 bottles of beer or something. <laughs> we'll have a fine. Have an yeah. The, episode 300 requires something beyond just the, uh, just the, the pale, just an IPA or even a, yeah. a porter, your average porter or stout. You got to go beyond that. So I'm yeah, I think, looking I think so. Yeah, one of the 750 milliliter bottles, you know, <laughs> 20 bucks. Yes. Uh, you know, hide the receipt from your spouse. Exactly. Beer. Um, Perhaps even so. a even a, a, a nice bourbon, perhaps. Nah, could uh, do that. Scotch, bourbon, something. Scotch, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean. Very well. Well, speaking of beverages, I know you're, I think you're drinking the same as last episode. Yes. All right. Yep. Back at the Terrapin uh, Morning Haze. Okay. Well, I'm going to be joining you okay. with a hazy IPA, and this one I got because I was uh, I was at the store and I just couldn't resist the the nostalgia of the can. Uh huh. So it's called Ooh Heavy Hands, and it's basically oh, that looks like Mike Tyson's uh, punch out or something. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, Mario. Oh, okay. Mario's the referee, but I think it's um. So they have like a hand, they have a, this one's called heavy hands. Okay. Which I guess is probably the name of that boss. I don't remember, Mm -hmm. but then they have another one that's like haymaker that has a similar look. Let me add them to the, so this is the heavy hands that I've got today, but then I was going through some of their other artwork, the spindle tap brewery up out of Houston. Uh, But here's another one that's called the haymaker. Oh yeah. There it is. So you remember these guys from the from the video game? Yep, I love um, that game. That was one of my all time favorites. Yeah. So uh, I think that's the only two that are the the video game stuff. Mm-hmm. But their art's kind of all over the place as it far is. as. Oh, um, look at that, man! Look at the old Houston Oiler tribute to the yeah. old Oilers there. Yeah. Who are now the Titans? Yeah. So I still call them the um, Oilers. Yeah. They'll always be the Oilers. Yeah, because um, now we have the Texans out here in Houston. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've got the oil rig, you know, very Houston. You know, if you've ever been to Houston, like every, everything on the south and east side of the city is oils. Yeah, companies, right. right. Just everywhere. Um, yeah, so it's, this is a new brewery. I haven't had this one before, but um, it's a double IPA, uh-huh. 8% alcohol. And it is very, very, let me pull this screen down. It is very hazy. Oh, wow. So, and that's, that's been what, sitting in the glass for a little while. If I had a glass today, that's what, I'm pretty sure that's what mine would look yeah. like. Yeah. So, so anyway, cheers. Cheers. Cheers it up. You know, you grabbed a snack between shows and uh, I went downstairs and Tamara had made banana bread. Oh, so I had, had a piece of banana bread. Look at you. Banana, I, I love know, right? banana bread, by the way. Oh, banana bread is like one of the greatest foods ever mm-hmm. invented. I don't know who thought of that. Like who said, 
Oh, these rotten bananas, they'll make great bread. Yeah. Like who came up with that? <laughs> right. That's just brilliant. Oh yeah. Pure we used brilliant. to, uh, Rachel used to put them in the to... freezer when they went, yeah. when they went bad and you should use them in some bread. Um, even I stop every, occasionally stop and get, you know, Starbucks. Okay. But, um, yeah, little banana there's nothing bread like homemade banana bread though. Yeah. Yeah, with it just no, it's got right piping hot, a big old slab yeah. of butter. You know, after you just cut into it when it's warm out of the oven. Yeah, man, little little uh, sugar topping. You mm-hmm. know, crispens it up the top. Yes. Like, yeah, yes. so good, so good. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, that's that's what I had for my snack. But. Man, well, I'm having some. Um, see, I didn't know Cheez Its, and I love Cheez Its. I didn't know Cheez Its had these things called grooves. These two things are out. Of this world, really, they're called grooves. They're um, uh, white, sharp white cheddar grooves. Oh, I love sharp cheddar, sharp white Man. cheddar. We have a, we get these sticks of like pre-sliced white, yeah. sharp white cheddar. Oh from, yes, I think, yes, I love habit or somebody. Mm-hmm. And we go through those things. We have like four of them in the fridge at all times because we just plow through them. Mm. So they're so good. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this real quick. Um, I'm going to give, it's actually not that bad. I think again, it's like yours. It's kind of the double IPA makes it a little better, mm-hmm. more manageable. Um, the higher alcohol, I think tones down mm-hmm. the, the citrus and the whatever. Um, so I'm going to give it an even three steady. It's good. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. I mean, if I was, if it was in the fridge among three other <laughs> things, I probably wouldn't pick it, but you know, it's not bad either. No, not bad at all. Um, does it not? Doesn't knock me down when I drink it. And some of that, some of that rating is just artwork alone, right? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. I'd give the can a four. I mean, that's a, it's <laughs> a cool can. So, well, right, I tell well, you, this were, one, this one is, you know, I gave this one a two eight on the last episode because yeah. this is the one I had on the previous. But I'm gonna tell you, man, with these, uh, with these cheese with the cheddar, does it work? If I had a, Good yeah, berry? it's actually a nice little combination. So I think very nice. I was like. If I had had the Cheez-Its on the last episode, this might have gone above a three. Um, That's interesting. That's an interesting pairing. <laughs> it is. It really is. So I, don't I guess know. that makes sense. I mean, a little citrus with a little mm-hmm. cheese. That yeah. make, I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, today we're going to do a quick episode. Um, little, yeah. You know, flight of persuasion here. A couple little things. Sure. Um, I've got a letter that I received in the mail. Good old direct mail that we'll talk about. Ooh. For a always love offer, and you've got a couple things that you want to talk about. So we're just like kids when we get a piece of direct mail. I know it's right. It's, it's like, like oh, are we getting old? Or are we just <laughs> geeks? So I guess we're just direct mail geeks. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Um, so I got this package in the mail. Okay. The uh, the faux FedEx. You know, mm-hmm. it's got the stuff on the back. Now, obviously, it was in the mailbox, so I knew it wasn't like a real overnight letter. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Because I, you know, we're in the business, so we know what this is. I was like, oh, cool. Somebody's sending out, you know, right. these things. Like, right. it's got to be a good, well-written letter if it's in one of these. Yeah. Um, so, I open it up, and it is from Russell Brunson. Because oh. uh, I am registered to go to Funnel Hacking Live next month. Oh, fun. So, um, <clears throat> maybe I'll do a, we'll do a show. I'll that would be awesome. Live live. From there. Yeah. Uh, it's down in Orlando mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I've signed up, I'm registered. So this is, um, it's a letter that says, please 
it's Russell with an email to his assistant, Mm -hmm. Jenny, that says, Hey, we got this letter from Dan. Can you send this to all FHL attendees? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the, that's the lift note part. Right. Kind of set it up. Right. And then you get this. If you look at the top, it looks like a fax. Oh, because it's supposed to be a fax from Dan. Uh-huh. I assume it probably actually was. Yeah. Um, and on it, it's just from Dan Kennedy, urgent. And he goes through the opening is I'm writing to you personally because I'm told you are registered for the funnel hacking live event, but you're not registered for the pre day with me. So there's a pre day with Dan Kennedy, which I didn't know anything about. Um, and he goes through basically the three reasons why you might not have signed up and then why you should. So reason one is he's old and irrelevant. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Right. Just like, it's what we were talking about in the last episode, like be vulnerable. Yeah. Like what's, what's the not perfect part. Right. So this kind of fits right in with that. Yeah. Um, reason number two was he hates the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cause people think he's only direct mail and space ads and stuff like that. And then reason number three was, the extra day means extra inconvenience, you know, the travel, the extra hotel, all that stuff. Um, and he, you know, he goes through and he systematically just, you know, destroys each objection, um, so that you want to come, um, in full disclosure, I did not sign up. So it it didn't actually convert me, but, um, and for the the old and irrelevant, irrelevant did not work on you, huh? No, it was the, he did not overcome the third objection for me. So, um, <laughs> I really don't want to go a day early. Yeah. So four days is enough sure. for me yeah. in one of those environments, but I'm sure it'll be a good event. I may change my mind between now and then if it, mm-hmm. if I get another, if I get a second letter, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? He may sway me. Dude, I don't know. So man. Yeah, that, Just having but, a picture next to Dan Kennedy before, you know, he's well, it's like a six hour day. I mean, I've never been in one of his full six hour. I think the longest talk I've been in with him was probably two hours. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see what he does in a full day mm-hmm. and what that's like. Um, so, yeah, knows? I mean, I wonder what he sound. I mean, how he sounds, um, you know, everything we've seen late and, you know, everything we've seen and heard is previous, you know, it's like for the most part, it's like five, 10 years back. So recently yeah. what, you know, what, what his health well, you know is going to be have, interesting. I mean, yeah, we did an entire, have, t- entire podcast, I mean, a couple of years eulogy. ago. About the, yeah, we gave, basically gave him a eulogy and, then you know, sent him out to see. <clears throat> I called that on the show, too. I was like, if he comes back, he's going to he's gonna come back and yeah. use this. That's right. Sure enough, he rose from the dead. So Yep. Yeah, exactly. Now, now he probably puts that in his letters. Yeah, I it's think they been, use some of, like, some of our stuff in their promotion. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like crazy. Yeah, that's right. I did see I, there was a screenshot of our show and, and somebody's thing. I can't remember who it was now, but I think it was Russell Brunson. So yeah, that was cool. Awesome. So I, I, I just think this is neat. Like here's a company, you know, that is known for online marketing, ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, right? And they're still using direct mail to fill up their rooms. So I think your mic went out. Oh, there we go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's just amazing that it's kind of like Google when they send postcards to get you to buy ads, you know, to use their ad service. Right. And they'll suggest a coupon for 50 bucks in the mail. So keep using it. We're going to keep harping on it until, uh, until all the youngsters unsubscribe from our podcast. Works every time. Yeah. You know, I've shared my uh, strategy for, you know, <clears throat> those direct mail 
get you uh, definitely get you attention, you know. Oh yeah, and that's the hardest part of the game right now. The lumpy mail, the direct mail. Everybody's sending emails, and and people just tune it out. They go, they just click delete. They move on because people are just so busy, you know. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, as hot as TikTok is, you could like go back to sending like singing telegrams to yeah. people's offices. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of the the mashup of the two, right? Dancing oh, and singing. Yep. Have your jingle sung absolutely in front of a customer. You know, I <clears throat> I interviewed a guest today on one of my industry podcasts. Who's uh, she specializes? She just wrote a book. And she specializes in a lot of industrial market, like industrial industry type manufacturing. She speaks at a lot of uh, manufacturing trade shows um, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. But she just wrote a book about. Um, it's called uh, "Thank You Very Much," and it's 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 a book about um, you know basically how to retain people, which is one of the most challenging things today for so many so many companies because employee retention and staffing is, is, is top of mind. You know, people are jumping ship, you know, that's like, you know, they get opportunity to get $2 an hour more and they'll, you know, move on to the next company. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a very difficult time for a lot of companies. And she wrote a book about it and how to, you know, how to keep people loyal to your company. So, you know, we ought to send a copy of that to Kirby smart. Yeah, all these, all these <laughs> well, all these coaches, like uh, coaches and play and players, players too. Yeah. Now players yeah. are jumping with oh, the absolutely yeah. nil deals and portals and like there's no loyalty. Yeah, it's, no, it's it's brand no, new I mean, for players yeah. now when they can make the kind of money they're making. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can't blame them either. No, I mean, you can't. I mean, you got an opportunity to make a million dollars, or you know, yeah. I think a lot of these numbers are a little inflated for you know, unless you're a high profile. Uh, right, yeah, the, the average kid and the player. average, right. even Division One's not, yeah. but the key guys are definitely oh, yeah. pulling in the money. Yeah. It's crazy. But this so, guest, uh, I told her, you know, I said, I'm going to order a bunch of your books, and I'm going to edit this recording, I'm going to put it on, and I'm going to use it as a uh, lumpy mail, you know, because... Oh, very cool. Yeah, and she was like, because it's like the best of both worlds, because she's going to do kind of a co-promotion and mm-hmm. I said, you know, I said, send me, send me the link to order like your, your bulk, you know, cause I want to order some of your books in bulk. Yeah. And then, um, and then I'm going to put the audio, I'm going to include a, a short, uh, direct mail piece with the book, with a link, with a, like a specific landing page with the link to the audio that they can go and listen to this. And very um, nice. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's a high value. It's kind of like what we were talking with Matt on the last mm-hmm. show. It's like, how do you create, how do you cre- how, yeah. How do you create value? You know? Yeah. Without asking for anything and Bingo. just say, Hey, yeah. thought you'd like this. I know you got a company. I know talent is the hardest thing to, yeah. to manage and keep people. Mm-hmm. So here you go. Here's a book and I'm the expert that interviewed them. So, right. you know, makes yeah. you look good. Yeah, <clears throat> that's huge because you're associated with them. Yeah, you right. send them a lead, you know, a note, and I said, "Here's my friend, such and such, that just wrote this book and thought you would find it value, you know, benefit to your company." Here's the link where I interviewed her. Here's the book. Hope you find it oh, very helpful. I can't wait to hear the results on that. With that's no strings fun. attached. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. So, um, I'll I'll keep you posted on that. That's that's going into my my. Uh, 
my uh, shock and awe, you know, as Dan Kennedy calls the shock and awe package. Um, yes. To go out to uh, my prospects. So, yeah, land on their desk with a thud, yeah. a thud factor. <laughs> a little thud factor, right? Yes. We've lost that in the internet age. You know, we, oh, yeah. we need more thud factor Absolutely. products, especially in the information and marketing space. But and people people might be asking what the thud factor Well, it's the, it's correlates to the, the value that they associate with how big of a, how big of a Boxed. sound it makes when you drop it onto the floor, right? Yeah. <laughs> when it drops on your doorstep, you're like, Ooh, <laughs> it's here. Yeah. It's the, yeah. My I can't six, wait to three open. ring binders yeah. and 42 DVDs are, are here. <laughs> exactly. Man, I truly, I don't know about I mean, you, but I truly miss the days of. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've still got like this whole shelf back here in oh, the yeah. middle is all the three wing. And I've got a closet full of them over here. Just. Yep. Three ring binders and, C- and there's not even a CD player in my house anymore. And I've got, yeah. I've still got the CDs and. Do you ever do any ordering from Nightingale Conant back in the day? Oh yeah. Back yeah. in the day. I wrote for them too. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I had a couple packages with them. Um, That's awesome. Dude, I was a regular. But- when I first got into, uh, when I first got into business and selling, I mean my, actually, even when I, before I got into uh, corporate B2B selling, you know, my first, you know, much like you, you know, you get your training on the, you know, just kind of hitting the pavement out there. And, and from my standpoint, it was doing like network marketing and and that type of thing with a network marketing company, which, um, you know, to me, it was some of the best training in the world because they provided you a lot of great systems. Um, you know, people knock to, uh, network marketing, but, I think it's, there's some really good lessons you can take away from that. And, oh, for sure. Uh, you know, one of the things that they typically get all of your, when you come into a network marketing company or back in the day when, you know, it was, um, you know, not everything was digital and online and you could just access everything online. You, you they would encourage you to go to Nightingale Conant. And, you know, so yeah. I was like a frequent buyer when I first got oh, into for sure. that of uh, every program uh, Nightingale Conant, Jim Rome, um, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, Brian Tracy. Brian Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Tracy for sure. Yeah. Um, Zig Ziglar. I mean, it was, you know, what's crazy is a lot of, a lot of those, cause those were like $169 usually, you know, they were not cheap Mm -mm. for a CD set. No, but now I don't know if you've noticed, but those, a lot of those have moved over to audible. Yes. One credit. Everything you, Exactly. So I've actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because a lot of those old programs, because a lot of the Jim Rome stuff I remember I had on, it, it came in a cassette. I mean, I mean, that kind of dates me right there, but it was a cassette tape. And so I'm like, well, I'm never going to listen to that again. So you just chunk that and then you go over to audible and you find that same stuff. Yeah. For 15 bucks. Yeah. For $15. Exactly. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the whole Jim Rome collection like the best of Jim Rohn collection yeah. that I got one month and I've got, I think I got a Brian Tracy one. So yeah, that's all of that's. And even some of the, you remember the great courses catalog? Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of that's moved to audible now as yep. well. Exactly. Man, some you can the, get a lot of good stuff for not much. I'd say Audible is just a good example of just a, a simple mm-hmm. product, right? Reasonable price. And yeah. I've been a member, I think, since 2011 or something. Right, right. 
just paying their fourteen ninety five a month every month for ten years. Absolutely. There's no other subscription I have that I've kept up. No, like it's that. worth every penny. You know, it's amazing. And I, you know, I went. I was on a monthly, but then they. What's cool about them is if you get <clears throat> if you get behind to where you're getting a credit a month and you're like you're backlogged in so many books that you haven't had a chance to dig into. They allow you to go to an every other month, like they'll bill you every other month and just get a credit every other month, you know? So I did like, when I start getting to the point where I've got too many credits and I haven't, you know, I haven't really read, you know, I've got this catalog of stuff just building up. Then I'll go to an every other month type thing until I get through some of these books. So yeah, and I, I'm always waiting for my next credit. I'm like, <laughs> you're going through it fast. Because <laughs> when I do my walk, I do a five mile walk. So oh, yeah. it's an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. So five of those walks, I'm through a book, you know, oh, that's good. That's great. Probably three, three walks. If yeah. I'm doing, you know, one and a half to two times speed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good stuff. That's good. Hey, you want to talk about a um, couple of things. One of them, you want to talk about a, a video and audio editing thing you saw? Yeah. It might so, be useful to some of our listeners. Yeah. So this is a great tool. Um, you can go to descript.com. I just learned this recently from a guest on one of my podcasts and um, who also, uh, also she does a podcast and she was just telling me after it was like post, post interview, we were just chatting back and forth and she's like, yeah, I want to have you on my podcast. And we just got to talking about some of the things that she does. And she mentioned that she goes, do you use Descript? And I said, no, I've never heard of it. (laughs) And I've only been podcasting for 12 years and have not heard of this. (laughs) Um, But I, you know, she told me about it. It intrigued me. I went to it, but this is, this will, anybody that does, um, you know, editing and hopefully you're outsourcing a lot of your editing, but even even if you outsource your editing, this will greatly enhance and improve not only the return time on what you get back from your editors, but it'll reduce your costs a little bit. Because a lot of times they will charge you based on, you know, how much time they have to spend, you know, on editing your audio. And this is a little program that's called, you can go to Descript, Descript.com, that's D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T.com forward slash well, you just go to .com, but you got the forward slash podcasting. But yeah, um, but you can you can sign up. It's it's a uh, I don't know if the, do they offer a free trial. I know it's like uh, thirty bucks. It's like twenty twenty five bucks a month. Yeah, get started for free. You can get started for free, and you can do not only podcasts like audio, but you can also do video as well. So if you do yeah. a lot of videos, you can run this through, and what it does is it helps you eliminate a lot of the fluff the ums and the ahs and the pauses and all of the stuff that you need to get rid of right away. Um, it, it, it will, you know, and this is using, you know, Sean and I were talking before the show, you know, AI is just, just really, you know, improving, you know, the way you can get things like this done. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, a lot of people were afraid AI was going to replace and, you know, maybe someday it replaces a lot of things, but right now it's just, it's, speeding up workflows if you know how to use it it, it is it, it, it should it's supplement much. it's not it's, i don't think it's going to replace but it is a definite help and a supplement to anything that you already do at this mm-hmm. point who knows i mean 20 years from now we oh, may yeah. be singing a different tune but yeah exactly um so yeah that's pretty cool so it, it's you know speed up your editing the clean it up yeah clean it up 
Um, and then you send it over. Like even if you like you like I said, if you send it over and you hire uh, someone that edits your stuff for you, mm-hmm. what you're going to find is you're going to be able to send them over a cleaner link or uh, you, you know a version of your raw file that's not as long and it takes them less time. So uh, you may not have to spend as much. You know, it may save you a little bit of money. You know, yeah. even if you're hiring this out, if you're doing it yourself, it's going to reduce your time. You know, it's good by an hour or so, you know. Yeah, it looks like the, <clears throat> even the pro version, it's only $24 per month yep. and that's 30 hours of transcription. So most people mm-hmm. aren't doing 30 hours of podcast, right. you know, per week. Some people mm-hmm. might be doing a combination of video podcasts. They yep. might start getting close to that, but I, I seriously sure. doubt it for most people. Yep. Um yeah, that's that's a cool. It simplifies cool things. Tool. I mean, like if you do it yourself, most of the time you're running you're running through and editing. Is you know, take for instance, you're running it through something like Adobe Audition or Audacity or something like that. So you actually have to listen to it because you know all you're seeing is the waves. You know, so you yeah. have to listen to it and you're clipping stuff out. Whereas this. You know, you run this through, the software processes it, transcribes it, and so it's a lot faster and it's automatically helping you eliminate a lot of the stuff based on the transcription. Clip it right out of there, you know? Hmm. So. It's amazing. Tools it is. Are getting cooler and cooler, that's for sure. It is. It really is. So what I can't, I can't, I, I'm going to have to probably, you know, we throw out this description but yeah. I'm not going to vouch for just how well, I mean, she vouched for how well it works. Right. I'm just getting started with it and I will probably follow up and on yeah. a upcoming episode to let you know my thoughts. And if it okay. truly does simplify the process or, or save me money. So cool. <clears throat> what else you got over there? You mentioned some Dan Kennedy stuff you had. Yeah. Um, so going through some Dan Kennedy, I do want to mention, um, I've been going through the, uh, Dan Kennedy seven, uh, what is it? Which one is it? The seven figure. I've been, I'm so far into it. I've forgotten the title. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like how to go, how to create a seven figure. Yeah. Income. Really good stuff. I tell you one of the key takeaways, uh, and it's worth every penny. You mentioned, you, you heard about it from Dan, uh, from uh, Ben Suttle recently. Yeah. Um, or he had written about it as one of the biggest contributors. Right. You know, to his success. So, uh, I've got a lot of, um, you know, the Dan Kennedy program. So I wanted to go after you mentioned, I wanted to go through the program as well. And it's really good. I mean, it, you know, a lot, you, you think a lot of the stuff that Dan put out is, is, is a lot of stuff that's repurposed in all of his programs, but this is good. I think a, the biggest takeaway is that <clears throat> there's not much difference between somebody that's uh, doing six figures a year and someone that's doing seven figures a year. There's not, I mean, there's not in terms of workload, there's Mm -hmm. almost no workload uh, or talent or yeah. Talent. And and, yeah, exactly. The amount of work they're putting in or the amount of talent they have is not, you know, is not that does not bridge that gap between six and seven figures at all. Um, But he says, you know, the main thing is, is that, is the um, selling you, right? People buy Mm -hmm. you and what you present to them, the way you uh, present 
whatever it is you sell. People aren't, you know, and, and that's the difference between the seven figures is they're not selling a widget or a product or a service or, uh, you know, whatever they do, whatever their thing is. People aren't buying the thing. They're buying the person that's behind the thing. And so, yes. you know, that's the challenge to anybody. If you want to be in that seven figure realm is that you're creating that aura, um, you know, that personality behind the thing that helps you, you know, and you think of all of the great marketers, whether it's, um, you know, all of the great people that you look at that are at the highest peak of their profession, whether it's Tony Robbins or, um, you know, you name it. I'm trying to throw it, you know, think on the fly yeah. here. Brendan Bouchard. Yeah. Russell they Brunson. have, yeah, they have, they have a name, they have an image or they have a story and they have a personality and they have, they built a brand of who they are and you're not necessarily thinking of the thing they're selling, but the person they are. And that's the first and foremost, you know, yeah. if you mentioned Tony Robbins to me, I'm like, well, I know, I know Tony Robbins, but I don't know specifically what he's telling, you know, what his message is. I just know Tony Robbins is the guy, he's the guru behind the self-improvement right. and the you know, the self-help. But if you right. tell me one thing, one message or one thing that he sells, don't know. <laughs> I just say, I just know Tony Robbins, right? Yeah. Well, it's true in like, you know, in your business, my business, like, yeah, people want the goods and services we offer, but they're, they're making mm -hmm. their decision based on their trust in us as people. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, people hire me to do copy because they believe I can do the copy mm -hmm. more than they believe in the copy that I actually write. I know this sounds weird, but that's, that's really what people buy. They buy the person they're dealing with. Right. Absolutely. And that's what, and that's why it's so important for, for companies mm -hmm. to have personalities. Oh yeah. Is because if you don't have a face for the brand, then the, the brand itself needs to have right. a personality so people feel absolutely connection with it. Yeah, for sure. And I use so, the example, you know, I, I was telling you before the show, I mentioned, I use the example of, uh, you know, podcasting my industry is a way to create a brand around who I am. And I know in our industry, we've got, you know, we've got a huge, uh, it's like the Super Bowl of um, trade show and expos that comes up in October, you know, the big event and yeah. it's out in California. And so, um, you know, because I do a podcast on a regular basis and create that, uh, consistency and associate my name with, you know, that podcast, you know, I got, you know, I had one of the, the trade associations and the, the company that creates this huge event every year that's behind it. They're the organizer and the association together. They put this event together. They reach out to me this past week and like, Hey, we want you to be the face of, you know, the podcasting at our event. We want to promote you. We want to have you on front and center on the stage. And, you know, it's like, cool. That's great, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Go for it. But I think that's what you got to do, man. You got to, you've got to have something behind uh, what you do to create for people to get behind you and, um, you know, create value in so many different ways. Obviously I promote them on a regular basis on my podcast, I promote the association and, uh, you know, provide them value and you've got to give, give, give. Um, 
but it's, it's, it's just an example of like, you know, creating that aura, mm-hmm. um, creating that face of what you do. And I'm already, I'm already trying to, you know, think of ways cause they're promoting my podcast out at this event in October, but putting together, um, you know, handouts and things like that, you know, um, I was kind of, you know, our friend, our buddy David and I, we were having a discussion this week and we were just talking about like, you know, hiring a local talent there and out, out in Anaheim, you know, just to hand out stuff, you know, be there at the booth that I'm at or at the uh, studio booth that I'm at doing my podcast, really just talking to people, answering questions, putting up a mic to people, um, you know, and, and so that's, you know, that's what kind of the thing that I want to do to kind of create that, um, that perception, you know, people come up to you, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, how Dan Kennedy talks about how you, everybody scripts something, you know, it's like, you know, Tony Robbins, you go to an event, everything's scripted, you know, there, there's nothing, yeah. there's no guesswork to that. So I want to create a very, uh, scriptable event, you know, you know, where people, where I can have somebody that's really, you know, kind of helping me along the way as I'm doing a lot of the interviews that have at this, you know, at this event coming up. So, and then a lot of value where all of these people, the list that I'm, you know, their email list, they're putting me on my, their email list and then they're giving me their email list so I can shoot out to them and reach out to these companies. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of companies at this event, a lot of huge companies, you know, that are terrible at marketing. So, yeah, you should, uh, since you'll be in Anaheim, you should see if you can get uh, <coughs> Billy Bean to stop by and say hello. Billy Bean. All right. Yeah, there we the go. The money ball. Yeah. The money, uh, Anaheim Angels, oh, I yeah. guess. That would be awesome. Man, that's yeah. one of my favorite, all-time favorite movie. Yeah, I know, right? So, I guess he's in Oakland, Oakland actually, yeah. but but it's right up the right up the road, right? So. Yeah, only a few hours. <laughs> yeah. He'll stop by for you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe they'll, who knows? Maybe they will be, um. Of course, that's in October. That's the World yeah. Series, but yeah, but yeah, we're thinking, yeah, just so getting people, you know, getting, yeah, I mean, getting celebrities like that to endorse you is another. I mean, that's another mm-hmm. great example. You know, if you can get yeah, get a hold of people like that that'll endorse you or even that you can associate with. That's makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So what you were going to say something earlier um, about the Dan Kennedy stuff? There was something in there you saw. Um, but, 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 figure course. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, like I said, it was the, t- the takeaways of, of, you know, being the, you know, creating that aura in your own personality okay. yeah, and in your own backstory. Yeah. You know, being bigger than life. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard he, for think, people. I mean, f- for people that are introverts, it's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but you got to realize, you know, and one of the key points he says mm-hmm. is like, most of the people are going to be turned off by it, but there's always that 30% or, you know, whether it's 25 or 30% that's going to be just hooked onto it. Yeah. And those are the people, you know, and, and the people, you know, the, the crazy secret is the people that go do the seven figure route or, or so big, you know, bigger than life. Most people are turned off by it, but they don't, they're not, you know, that's, that's not their core audience. That's not who they're looking for. The people that are turned off, they're looking for the people well, that are engaged. And you know, the it. thing is, we're, you know, we're kind of in a video world right now. So a lot of people think you either have to do this, you know, mm-hmm. as a, on a stage or in video. Yeah. The truth is you can, you can have a bigger than life personality in print. 
Yeah, you can. I mean, Dan himself was actually most of his career. People know him and the way he writes, not the way he speaks. Yes. Or the way, you know, he doesn't do video really. Um, so no, really, and that's part of the attraction is like he's yeah. created that aura around. He doesn't get out. He, yeah. You're not going to find me. You're not going to just, you know, see me. I'm not giving he's, away my best stuff for right. free. Right. Uh, another he's, guy that comes to mind is like Mark Manson with his, yeah. with his books. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see him doing all kinds of social media stuff. He, right. he knows he's a writer. So he writes right. and he writes aggressively and he writes, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's important, especially for introverts is like, you can create that same character without having to sure. show up on TikTok or Instagram or no or doubt. video in, no in doubt. general. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, it's even more in some degrees, it's even more effective because people are attracted to something mystique. that's, there's a less availability, you know, so yeah, to speak, you know, the, the lack of availability to a Dan Kennedy makes it super in, intriguing and yeah. interesting and more attractive, yeah. you know. It adds that mystique and that mystery, yeah. you know, to yeah. it, for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to go out there and dance on TikTok or, no. you know, come up with a crazy, Mm-mm. you know, whatever, Mm-mm. uniform, you know, like our, I mean, Tim Davis, you know, he's a great example of like getting out there physically and wearing the jacket and, yeah, absolutely. and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, you don't have to do that. You no. can. You can, but you, yeah, exactly. You could do a podcast just as easily. You could do writing. Yeah. I was actually talking to our friend Ben this week and I was like, you know, everybody's going all in on video. Maybe I should go all in on writing. Yeah. Since everybody's zigging, maybe I should zag. Zag, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, let's go the opposite way. Sure. Because people, people are still reading. I mean, every video has captions on it. Like people are still reading. Yes. They can't always have their volume on. Um, so even if, you know, so I, I think for those introverts out there, just my message of hope for you, mm-hmm. you can still write. People are still reading what you write and they'll well, look still at find Ben it. Settle. If you want to use a, a, a younger yeah. example, you know, he's kind of the younger version, you know, he's a yeah, copywriter, recluse. very recluse, doesn't like to do, doesn't like to do interviews, doesn't like to do videos or be out in the public, just yeah, does his thing. And I get more like that every day. Like, I'm like, yeah, I met with somebody yesterday and I was like, yeah, you know, he's, he's like 28, mm-hmm. successful, started business at 18. Right. Just, I mean, crazy successful. And we were talking and I was like, yeah, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like staying home. Cause we were talking about going to conferences and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm going to one, but I, I really want to stay home. Yeah. Most yep. of the time, but exactly. I, I feel like I should get out every once in a while and sure. yeah. see what the world's like out there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's, and like you said, if you spin that correctly, you can put that in your, make that part of your character mm-hmm. that, you know, no doubt. I, I can, I can make my money from home or, you know, whatever your angle is, depending on who you're talking to. Right. right. Build that up, make that a little bit larger than life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I don't wear, I haven't worn a tie in 36 years and I, you know, yeah. I haven't, I mean, I was thinking this year, like it's been so hot here and I just haven't gone out much and I'm just mm-hmm. here at home working. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that I haven't worn shoes in like, oh, I know. You know, like maybe two minutes when, you know, when I run to the store for something, I'll put on some shoes, flip flops yeah. or something. Right. But like the whole summer I would just, 
you know, shorts and t-shirt and yeah. no shoes here at the house, just yeah. working away. Yep. Um, you know, it's like, oh, that's me around the house. So I, of course I wear slides. I got a pair of slides. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like to wear shoes in the, around the house. And yeah. So it's like, you can make that into a whole story, uh-huh. you know, cause there's yeah. a whole world of people out there that have to put on their shoes every day, Yeah. you know, cause it's frowned upon if you go in the office without shoes on. Yeah. It's oh, weird, yeah. but it is no, no shoes, no service. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, uh, Dan, you were my, this little story reminds me of, um, uh, uh, Gary Halbert. Dan yeah. talks about him where he shows up to, uh, an event with a shirt that says, I hate clients. And he's wearing yeah. flip flops and a T you like, know, a t-shirt that says, I hate clients and a, and like cut off jean shorts. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. it's, that's, you know, it works. Which is all very intentional to get. Absolutely. You know, every bit. Oh. I only the best, yeah. bravest people would walk up to him. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, I, I was actually thinking about that very story for Funnel Hacking Live. I was like, should I do that for Funnel Hacking Live? Should I like <laughs> recreate the Gary Halbert I look? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Might work. Who knows? Yeah. I, I was trying to think of something like what t-shirt could I get printed up? Mm-hmm. You know, the, where I could have people come to me. Yeah. You know, even if you said copywriter at the back, that in sure. that environment would probably be enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. everybody there knows what a copywriter is and, and the value and those kind of things. So yeah, I may do something like that or a hat or something mm-hmm. that, you know, just says copywriter. It, it at least elicits some conversation and curiosity for sure. Yeah. Um, and probably get some business. Yeah. Pay for the event. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Good stuff. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Um, All right. Well, we, um, I will say that um, these are always fun. I, I, you know, some of the funnest interview or some of the funnest podcasts we do is we're just kind of off the fly, you know, and yeah, I think, is, I think we get a lot of good feedback. Um, yeah. Interviews well, are good. Is, I think interviews are always fun, but I, I notice, you know, from our, when I go to our YouTube, most of our comments are on, some of the spitballing, um, yeah. persuasion. Well, that's the origin flight. of the, that's yeah. the origin of the show, right? Right. And just yeah. us, you and I just hanging out at casual pine. Exactly. Yep. Doing exactly this. Yep. So. Yep. Um, so, yeah. one last thing I will say, uh, and I love to make every week or not every week, but on occasion, whether you're copywriting, whether you're sending out direct mail, it's always good to get, um, just, kind of away from the internet and just go out to a bookstore and get some ideas on stuff to write. And so, uh, you know, I went by a bookstore this week, just picked up a few, just grabbed a few magazines, you know, and all for the sole purpose of using them in copy, you know, pulling stories. And I know you and I are both, because we're older, we like, we like to touch it and feel it. So my daughter's same way. She's, yeah. That whole generation, it, yep. it seems like, is they had they definitely like the print books as well. So print so is not going anywhere. I picked up, you know, you notice like Time Magazine and uh, I mm-hmm. guess U.S. News, Time Magazine. They make a ton, they make a fortune off of some of these specialty magazines that oh, yeah. is dedicated to one single topic. You know, yeah, and they're like thirty six dollars exactly. The- <laughs> and they, yeah, I mean, it's like I think that's <clears throat> they don't make any money from their primary magazine no. but they make a ton of money off of the specialty magazines but uh one i picked up this week and it's got because i'm always fascinated with mob stories 
back in the day. Yeah. So America's most notorious gangsters, um, you know, whether it's John Gotti all the way down to, um, you know, some of the some of the famous gangsters from the 40s and 30s and 40s, like uh, Charles Lucky Luciano and. Oh man, all that stuff in there would make such a great oh, like, email sequence. Copy. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. So that and that's why I pricked it up is like using that in email copy and in sales copy that I send out just yeah. to break people out of their, uh, you know, the coma that people are in to give them. Or even stories. like you know, reading each one and then doing a, a you know, if you're into video, you could yeah. do a TikTok like exactly. How, how business is like, mm-hmm. you know, whichever gangster, or, right. you know, what I learned about business yep. from this yep. gangster. Yep. Like, so yeah, there's a lot of ways you could take that and repurpose it. And, yep. and you could get full credit. Like most people aren't reading that. So no, you no, just no. hold it up and say, Hey, I was no. reading this. Exactly. And these like, are don't. all super short. You go through them eat on each one of every famous gangster ever, you know, some that you don't even yeah. know of. And I think it's important, like, if you're going to do that, like, be honest about it. Be yeah. like, hey, look, I was reading this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to make it sound like it was just your mm-hmm. original idea. Right. Because um, somebody will eventually call you out on that. Yeah. Um, but if you're upfront about it and say, yeah, I read I read this and it was great. It's, uh, and you can find yeah, these. A, you go to a bookstore. It's always in the, it's on a magazine rack called Current Events. Yeah. And it's always like the current events are what people are talking about, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's Globe, Inquirer Magazine, all of that stuff. And then they'll hear, you know, you'll see a mixture of, you know, magazines that are specialty magazines that are tailored towards, you know, you name it, everything you can yeah. think of. Like, I've got a couple downstairs on like uh, health and, yeah. you know, the brain and exactly yeah. different things that I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah I love those. those. But yeah, they run like 17 bucks, you know, that's, I know. you can get a whole, whole year's worth of time for that. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, no, they figured it out. They're like, that out for a year. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, these specialty things we can sell for a higher price. Exactly. Um, and they are well-written. I mean, they're, it's, it's yeah. like, which, you know, it's, it's very well done. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great idea to use those stories or as jumping off points for, yep emails or mm-hmm. videos or whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Like you don't have to be so original. No. The originality is in how you share it and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Not the information itself. Yep. So, all right, man. Well, I'm out of beer. I don't know about you. Yes. I'm, I am done. I'm out of cheese. It's I'm out of beer. So <laughs> we're done for the, for the show. Yes, we're done. <laughs> Hope everyone has a great weekend. Then you can find us as always over at persuasion by the And uh, you can certainly find us on any of your podcast channels, platforms that you may listen or subscribe to these fine podcasts. You can find us. John, we'll see you next week. Take care. God bless. See ya.